0: This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you decent podcasts since 2013. Ali Mohammed, yo! You are now in the conversation. It is the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. and that that rattle you hear in the background is our guest, a returning favorite from all the way hailing all the way from Uptown.
1: You wanna bumble with the B, huh? <laughs> uptown Baby Smith <laughs> is in the building. That's right, with an F on the end, Smith. Smith. Hi, Mr. Mohammed. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's up?
0: Got Patron in my cup. Shit, since the last time you was here, you done did new things.
1: Yeah, I'm a I'm what they call a, tea, a multimedia celebrity type. Okay, what does that mean? I have a TV show that comes on every day that's nationally syndicated called Page Six TV. You can see it. Check your local listings. I've always wanted to say that in reference to myself. Check your local listings. And then, of course, I have my... TV and my radio show called Bevelations on Radio Andy, which is balls the walls, do whatever you like kind of situation. Yeah, kind of like here. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a lot of freedom with so, Bevelations. So
0: now um, with the new show, how, how has it been transitioning to, you know, a daily type of, of TV program where you have to be there,
1: you know, every morning? At 7 a.m. Damn, that early? It's American Tragedy. Because, you know, I'm a gal about town, mm-hmm. you know, so not being able to, like, stay out anytime of the day or night that I want is really a bit of a kill joint. Mm. And I'm fucking exhausted all the time. Mm. I'm but, worn out.
0: So that's a major life, life adjustment.
1: Mm-hmm. So, it's a lifestyle change. Not as much as, like... A Caitlyn lifestyle no, no, change. No, not that much. Not that much. But definitely, if I'm in bed by 10.30, I feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. But then I don't feel good about myself because I'm like, you're a lame motherfucker. FOMO? Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: So, I mean, what's your plan? How are you going to reconcile that
1: and balance it out? I don't know. I'm going to make it do what it do. It's going to figure itself out. It's in the ether already that I don't like it, so universe will provide i love my job by the way i love page six tv i enjoy it fucking immensely and i wouldn't say that just because i'm on fucking a public space i enjoy it i enjoy the work i don't like getting there at 7 a.m <laughs> i don't necessarily like the fucking morning briefings even though sometimes i do have fun i'm a morning person so once i'm there i'm like jazzy and everything right but yeah. So what is what bit. is
0: what part of it do you like? What's the part that gets I love you? the
1: work? Like I like when I get on set and the fucking red camera, um, the red light goes on and it's showtime at the Apollo and yeah, I'm popping. I love that.
0: Nice. So this show, you know, is you been? They announced it earlier in the year.
1: Yeah, they announced it early in the year. They announced it in June or something that was coming back. We didn't come back until no, we had to wait the whole year, didn't we?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think so you did a, a pilot did episode, a like a test.
1: We did test episodes. We we were on for like three weeks to make sure that people liked it. So that's what they do now. They test the shows in real time because it's expensive to produce a show like this because right. there's a lot of motherfuckers on the stage. Right. And it's a big, L Clay was there. It's a big production, right? So. Much bigger than Fashion Queen's. Yeah,
0: big By point. the way, we got l Clay in the background. I don't know Shout why she. Hand. I don't know why she don't have on the and up and her on her the mic. her background
1: sing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so
0: we do have the crew up in here. l Clay
1: is my daughter, my lesbian daughter. <laughs> She's actually my only daughter. She's single. Please slide in her DM. No, I'm <laughs> just joking. The problem. It's, it's cuffing season. No, that's the problem right now.
0: The DMs what? have the DMs gone up since
1: the show. It goes down in the DMs. Oh, it, yeah. But you know what? The, the DMs now, because everybody done put out all that propaganda that women don't like dick pics and everything. Mm-hmm. So nobody sends dick pics anymore, which makes me sad. Why? Because I would like to see an a unauthorized cop come through every now and again. <laughs> if it was big, definitely I would like to see it. Now, you know what I've taken to doing. I was lurking in my gay friend's DMs. They have always, they have the big cocks being sent to ah, them. So
0: you're a the connoisseur of the cocks. She's a
1: cocksmith. I'm a cocksmith. Yes. <laughs> Not a bevy smith. Not a be- in addition to a I'm a, a wordsmith smith and a cocksmith.
0: And a media smith.
1: And a media smith, indeed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. You know, you got to be so careful because of the sexual harassment situation, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say this. It is sexual harassment if someone sends you an unsolicited dick picture. With that being said, if someone sends you an unsolicited dick picture and they're attractive and their dick is big and attractive, you probably won't do a Harvey Weinstein on them. You probably won't, you know, do a Kevin Spacey on them. You know, you won't, you won't call the authorities.
0: Is it a difference if you know all of those things match up and then it's uh, somebody? Rich and famous versus average Joe coming home from the post office.
1: I don't, I'm not fucking you anyway. I just wanted to see your big dick in my DMs. That's it. So I'm not really that wedded to it. Right. So you're famous, you're broke. I don't care. I wanted to see your big cock (laughs) come through the day. Now that God sent me all these nice notes and they're nice, but now what I will say, if you're nice and you're poor, there's not a lot that we can do. <laughs> not a lot of conversation to be had because the problem is, is that what are we gonna do? No doubt. Now you, you know what happens, though. You what? know I'm, I'm against the crimes against female celebrities. Mm-hmm. I'm against what happened to Mel B. I'm against what happened to Mary J. Blige. Mm-hmm. I'm against what happened to Tasha Smith. I'm I, against all these things. I didn't
0: things. Hit a Tasha Smith.
1: Same shit that happened to everybody else. You marry these near do well motherfuckers and then you wind up having to pay them to get rid of them. I'm oh,
0: married, the, the oh, married yeah. harassment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you, you marry these broke, joke motherfuckers who pretend to be something that they're not. Right. They get up in your life, want to get up in your system and want to glomp onto your shine. And then when you finally wise up and you want to divorce them and they like, oh. Mel need. B's husband is greasy. He's telling all their business.
0: Right, right, right. We
1: did cocaine together. We did threesomes. We had the fucking nanny as a, ho- a sex hostage. Like, Damn. he's doing all of it. He's doing team too much. Oh, wow. After living lovely for years off of that beautiful woman's back. It ain't right. And then, of course, Ken Doo, the king of all fucking losers and users. <laughs> he got Mary J. Blige for how many years? More than a decade. And he want to raise now. And, yeah. Yeah. Mary said, we we both owe that IRS, so maybe if I just pay the IRS, can we just squash it? (laughs) He going to be like, well, I need to pay mine, so. No. She's saying she'll pay the bill for both of them.
0: Oh, wow. Because
1: it's their married bill. Right. So he owes half, she owes half. She's like, I'll pay the, the full nut if only you'll go away. But every time I see Mary perform, now I'm always thinking that's some money. That's a, that's that a hell of a
0: that's a hell of a play though, because if you don't
1: pay the IRS, you go to jail. I know, and no one can do that. Yeah, I can't. Uh-uh, I that's can't the, afford not to record. Mm, Mary's lawyers went hard with that one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah, well, they're trying I, to figure it out. I'm sure they are. Because I mean, he's demanding, how much money was it? I think it was something stupid yeah. like hundred twenty thousand dollars a month. <sighs> Fuck out of he, here! They ain't even got no little kids. Nope. What's what's his life? He wanted his family to um still be taken care of because Mary had been taking care of his kids and his parents. So he he wanted his that kid's money. The Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. But Steve Harvey's children with his wife Marjorie as his children? No, he has those. Her children have his last name now.
0: Oh, he and adopted adults. them, but he adopted. But they them.
1: were adults. Wait, those are not his what? children the beautiful girl that's all in the son with the light eyes yeah like the son with the light eyes do they him? look like Steve no cause his yeah. children got that yeah that Harvey so face. they look like Harvey's <laughs> really <laughs> yeah but he adopted them as adults right that's, that's but, all I want right you want to get you caught up those, like, in there, but it's the flip side to couples, that as well, Gay couples, gay guy couples who are, who have like twin daughters—that's concubine. No, no, no. That the gay like guy couples who have like who adopt kids. I've always wanted to come back as being adopted by like a gay male couple. A white gay, male absolutely. Couple. You don't want that. That, that is be my a fucking f- pet. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I would live <laughs> in a beautiful townhouse and get everything I want. You think a brat? Until pet. then, they'd say in stupid shit to you about the race things. No, you're irked. Then I. I'll shame them with white, their white guilt. <laughs> 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 oh, You don't know. White guilt is played out. They ain't got no more white guilt. You don't know that? <laughs> they over white guilt. Where they at yeah. now? The, they, they feel like they've been put upon. Mm. They're sick of feeling guilty. The white man is the the, the mule of the, the world. The workhorse of the world. Don't nobody love a straight white man. A hell of a sexual white male has been put upon. Mm. That's what they feel. That's mm-hmm. why they're taking the guns and stuff and they're killing up the churches and the country music um things. But those All of, kind of, of those men, all of those men had had Um financial difficulties mm-hmm. and they all had beat the brakes off of women they had been involved with. Even the little boy and Charlotte? Yeah. Oh, he, he was beat? crazy. He beat a um he, like he couldn't even live a for- Wait, the Lou Sean. Oh, no, South Carolina. Carolina. Oh no, no, I don't know. He was too far back. We talking about the most recent.
0: Okay, the the Vegas.
1: Vegas and then this last one in Texas. Okay,
0: Vegas dude was beating the Filipino lady.
1: Well, I don't know if he's beating the Filipino, but he had been arrested for domestic. Why we ain't never seen no footage of that dude in Vegas? It's a conspiracy. Well,
0: you know, I'm a conspiracy kind yeah, of Yeah, I know you love
1: that. I can't get involved. I'm got. i got I'm not saying
0: that you should get
1: involved. I got I'm stuff to saying. do. You know, I don't even know how you get involved in conspiracy shit and still be able to function. I Because mean, to I me, don't it's get like in, you, you, don't, get the, you get in the bunker then.
0: I don't get involved with I'm just, I see shit, I have questions. I, I would be I, in
1: the bunker. No, I don't. I don't go that far. I know I got to get up and live and shit. I got shit to do. But, I mean, why are you living? Why are you doing anything? It's all one big conspiracy. They, got, they not going to let you nah, do right? nothing. Uh, that's not my
0: point of view. That's not my okay. point of view. I'm not that dude. Uh. But I look at shit and be like, hey, man, that don't make no motherfucking sense. <laughs> really? I can't even throw a peace sign in the casino, let alone drag 60 guns and right. thousands <laughs> of rounds of ammunition and shit. <laughs> so, you know, and walk through, shoot the shit up and not be seen at all. But you know that's just that's just a question. I don't I don't I don't base my life on these questions. Right.
1: Okay. I'm just
0: saying I see you, but I don't see you uh, as oh. as the good <laughs> Smith would say. Yes, good old, good Smitty. old Smitty would say.
1: Dominica didn't even know that. I said to her in um in B- the Bahamas, and she's like, I said the grandpa never said that to you. She said no. I said oh, that's a grandpa. That's a smithy That's a great
0: line. See
1: him and don't see him.
0: Because that's what it really is. You see it, but you ain't got to, you know what I'm saying, you ain't got to be burdened with what you saw. You know, I've seen a lot of shit coming up, but I'm not burdened by By it. Right. You know what I'm saying? I just know it it, it exists, and I keep it moving.
1: What's she doing over there? She is over there minding her business. Mm, Being a... She ain't even barely a fucking millennial no more. She old as fuck. How old are you now? (laughs) Used to be so young.
0: Elle gets grown.
1: 32. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. Ancient.
1: You're ca- you're catching up. Ancient Chinese secret. What's going on <laughs> with you, Elle? Nothing so much. Not out much. here working. What you working, working on? Let them know what you're working, working on. on. She working on this Bevy Smith Smart, Black, and Funny project. We out here. Oh, tell us about that. I'm about to go and be Smart, Black, and Funny with against Kid, Kid Fury. Well, I kept calling Kid Cudi. So, a
0: Amanda kid. Seals does an a event. Uh, basically, it's a comedy event called Smart, Black, and Funny. Yeah. And how does it work?
1: It's a game show, and we compete against each other, and there's categories. Give me my cards. There's categories. See, why you don't have the cards already ready? See, this is why she's going to be fired. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you like to fire.
1: Didn't, didn't I cash out her fucking money? Yes. Why well, I'm waiting. <laughs> That's what I don't like. Type of shit I don't like. Okay. Am smart, back, and funny. Yeah, so I'm going to talk about how come I'm repping the fabulous flyness. You know Harlem Renaissance. Oh, uh, no doubt. Super fly, paid in full, the lifestyle and the movie. No doubt. Killer cam, dip set, pink dip furs, set.
0: Pink furs, pink
1: furs. Pink furs. You know what I'm saying? Diddy Meister. What's the name
0: of that burger joint? Jimbo's Jimbo's from Payton Full Yeah you know, No 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 That Bo's. was a Willie Burger the Willy stand Willie Burger Willie
1: Burger Willie Burger stand No doubt Dapper Dan You know how they Tried to culturally Appropriate Dapper Dan They,
0: they And did. now he got
1: an Atelier in, in, in Harlem How you say that Atelier What's that That's what they call A workshop Where you build Your clothes darling Bespoke I mean Kinda Maybe Yeah well I mean You just you know Yeah mean. no Just, just Atelier just is the workshop The
0: workshop no doubt. Atelier. Atelier. And it's uptown. In
1: Harlem. In Harlem. Not you the know, Bronx. Not the Bronx. The Bronx. Not the <laughs> Bronx. Harlem World. Harlem World. So, you ever saw Luke Cage? Yes. The barbershop storefront? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's where the Dapper Dan. Gucci store is gonna be
0: the Gucci store is gonna be in the Luke Cage it's barbershop. It's the Dapper
1: Dan Gucci store. The
0: Dapper Dan Gucci store is gonna be in the Luke Cage barbershop.
1: Yes, that's iconic. That's iconic and black as fuck.
0: That's real, really, and you really could black. only
1: do it in Harlem. No doubt. People, you know.
0: So in there, he's making stuff, and it's all the all of the. He's
1: gonna have the but basically, they gave him the fabric, right? And now the he shit can they, do. Do, they
0: wouldn't give him before. the shit that he was getting on his own back yeah. in the day.
1: And yeah, mm-hmm. so now
0: he doing his thing with their fabric.
1: Yep. And and I'm gonna I'm gonna get me a piece. No doubt. I don't go in for a lot of expensive stuff like that, but I'm gonna buy it. That's you know that's historic. It's historic. You to. I have to. So I told Relish I was going to put a certain amount of money on it. Mm-hmm. He he mocked me. Who is Relish? <laughs> My son, to Relish, who's um a big stylist. He does DJ Khaled and. And the fat Joe and, you know, he's quite prominent in these fashion streets. No doubt. Um, and he's like a horrible motherfucker because he mocked me.
0: Why did he mock you? Because
1: I said I was going to spend X amount of dollars on the situation. Uh uh-huh. He thought it was too much. And I said to him, I just saw you buy a $2,000 sweatshirt out of fucking Gucci. That means mm. nothing. Mm. And what did he say to that? He said he bought it for a client. Do we know?
0: I've seen him wear some Gucci duds.
1: Yeah, exactly. You've seen just, him on the gram.
0: Just yesterday. Just yeah, the you gram. seen him
1: on the gram. <laughs> hey, At you, the airport. But
0: you got to have vision sometimes. Mm-hmm. and so But you can respect it from a
1: whole another level. Just You grew up in it. Well, that's my era. You know what I'm saying? That's my era, for sure. So I grew up in it, yes. But also, well, it's just lying. He's probably going to spend the same amount of money I'm going to spend, if not more. Because I never spend this kind of money. Ever like I think I would probably spend this kind of money on like a fur.
0: Mm.
1: I wouldn't buy like I don't buy handbags that cost that much.
0: And when it start? When is he? When is he open? Up? It's
1: um this month um in the twenty something. I got to reach Straight back out for to the his holidays. son. Yes, right for the holidays. I got reach back out to his son.
0: Now let me ask you this: That era Harlem. Yeah. For our listeners, we got listeners in other places, right. you know what I'm saying, from other towns. Mm-hmm. What was it like during that era of Harlem?
1: Harlem was young, flying, flashy. Mm-hmm. So if they go and watch the movie Paid in Full, that gives them the full kind of synopsis. So Paid in Full is a fictional account of real life, a real-life crew. And it was Rich, it was Alpo, and it was um, AZ. And in the film... Rico was played by Cameron. Mm -hmm. That's the Alpo character, and Alpo was the fine one, the charismatic one. He was amazing. He was like born to be a star, and he was a hood star. Mm -hmm. And we were kids. Like when you look back on it, we were like in our teens, and then our early twenties. Right? They were like they went to jail or died in their early twenties, which is crazy when you think about it. So they packed a whole bunch of living into maybe a span. that They like maybe had a run of like six years. I, I
0: give all of the dope boys from Miami that I know, it's about a four-year run that cats get. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You'll get that, that build up, but then that run about four years. Well,
1: you're enjoying it. I'm watching El Chapo. This is the first season right now. Mm-hmm. And, all, and um you know, right now El Chapo is, you know, he's a bum. And I'm watching it and I'm like... Justin just, he just got wait a minute he about to be the man homie. Which
0: one are you watching? Is it the the Univision? I'm watching
1: the Univision one.
0: Yeah, they, yeah, I watched that joint. I, I felt like they, it seemed like they skipped a lot.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't get to that.
0: Yet. It's, it's not like how, how Narcos season one did. Oh yeah, like they they had it was stages and they it mm-hmm. developed. It seemed like if he went from that right there to the, it was he was already he was a fugitive. <laughs> real quick. <laughs> exactly, real quick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: Well, you know, mid-level, you'd be a fugitive. No doubt. You'd be a fugitive real quick. Um, Shout out to my Meek Mills, who is about to do two to four years of riding a motorbike uptown.
0: Is it, is it really just riding a motorbike?
1: Well, you tell me, kind sir. First of all, why the fuck was he on probation for 12 years?
0: Well, he was five first. Uh-huh. it was five first. Okay. Then he violated. Okay. They worked it out, then they gave him ten. Right. Ten is a that's that's a setup. Like you right. got ten years probation. You you That's bound, what I'm saying. You so bound the that's fuck what
1: up. I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. That's my problem with the whole situation mm-hmm. with the system. See, they what they do is once they get you in their clutches, that's why you gotta stay out the system, L fucking Clay. You gotta, stay out, you gotta stay out the system. Cause if you're in the system, they could get you, girl. The they will get you. And but but see here. I wanna go to a women's prison. This, uh-huh. You know. I wanna go to a women's prison. You want to go? I don't. Oh yeah, of course not. But uh-huh. see this is the thing with I mean it's good eating out there for you
0: buddy. <laughs> 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 but I'm bumped. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing though. You know, you got 10 years probation.
1: Yeah. You know
0: what I'm saying? You out here, you doing your thing.
1: And they violate them for yeah. them shit like but, you went to the award show without telling your probation. Exactly. Officer. And
0: but you like a regular motherfucker. Once you're on the probation, you regular as fuck to them. And they 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 take great pride in, in fucking you over. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you're on top and and you, you know. But most niggas, only most niggas that I know that are worth something out in the streets, that is on the paperwork and got these folks in their business. You know what I'm saying? They let these people do their jobs. They don't do these people's job for them. Meek Mill was helping these people do their job. You know what I'm saying? Just right. this year alone, they jumped out free. With Safari? No,
1: <laughs> they they didn't. That that's never been proven. He was no charges. No,
0: never proven. No, it okay, wasn't so proven no. that that he he they fought uh, French Montana last okay, week. So that wasn't, that wasn't proven, but okay. it was there. It was a okay. lot. It's a well, lot. It was a I, lot. It was a, I'm only
1: dealing the facts.
0: Listen, listen, listen. But when you got them folks in your business, it ain't just facts. It's opinion as well. You know what I'm saying? It's the people
1: you... They should deal in facts.
0: Yeah, right. If that was the case, and to have people in, that wouldn't be enough. If it was dealing in facts. But if you know that, seeing, you know
1: what I'm saying, seeing to me that you will, you know what I'm saying, you will hold your shit down. But I think... Papadopoulos is 29 years old. They said, you know, Papadopoulos. They said that he I was don't a know kid, the 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 motherfucker who turned, um, who was a turncoat mm-hmm. one in the Trump administration. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: They said he was a kid. He's twenty-nine years old, so is meek. Mm-hmm. So if he can be a kid who doesn't know, so can the uh, fucking meek mills. No doubt, and I'm not
0: riding on the side of the system at all. But again, if you out here in this world and you on them papers. You know what I'm saying? It's a it's a it's a, it's a way. I want to wanna walk enjoy
1: that. myself. I want to live my life. Yes, I'm young, yes. rich, and famous.
0: Yeah, then, but see, when you're on them papers, it's a little different. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole lot different when you're on. Well, them
1: I, I don't I don't subscribe to that. We got to change it up.
0: You gotta change up the paperwork. We gotta
1: change up the paperwork. No doubt. Because the man that killed Freddie Gray was just found not we're guilty not on twenty one. We not charges. even
0: finna talk about none of that. That's all. Yes, yeah, it's a whole another scenario. We just talking about what taking care. What you making
1: care. all that noise for over sorry, there? Sorry.
0: We just talking about taking care when you when you when you worth something out here. That's all. That's all. That's all I had to say on the matter of the point.
1: Okay. Well.
0: But I did see you give me a big shout out, and you know what I'm saying. Showed up some love, you know what I'm saying. Yeah,
1: I'm. I'm devastated by it because no I have a family member who they tried to get up, caught up, and all that. Mm-hmm. Thank God I had a few shekels that could throw at the situation, and he and he kept his nose clean.
0: He kept his nose clean.
1: But he didn't keep his nose clean to the point of keeping his nose completely clean. He had a little bit of booger right there. Mm-hmm. And they was trying to get him, and I said, not on my
0: motherfucking watch. watch. No doubt. And Meek got a whole lot of hitters that's going to say, not on his watch, too. You know what I'm saying? He got a whole Rock Nation. He got a whole yeah. bunch of lawyers that he got a whole
1: lot of paper to throw at it. You know what I'm saying? And that's all, that's, I hope the appeal works. And it will. Two gonna, to four years for riding the motorbike in motherfucking Harlem stunting is not correct.
0: But I think they—they they, it was also a matter of community service that he didn't do, that he didn't finish. It was, you know what I'm saying, there's a few little things in there. But, again, they're going to throw the paper at it, and you know what I'm saying, it's going to work out. Okay. He's going to be back on the on the stage, you know what I'm yeah. saying? They had they had Wayne on a gun charge in New York, which is, for most cats, is a whole lot of years yeah. in jail. He did his eight months, and he came home. Meek going to come home. He got money to throw at it. It's This energy really, you know what I'm saying, should go towards the cats who ain't got the money to throw at it. Because those are the ones more at risk Well, as a matter
1: of fact, I said to Amy this morning when I was talking about Amy is my bestie, my business partner in Dinner with Bevy, and my publicist. And she's a white woman. And I said to her, I got to do something with the um, criminal justice system. So... I want to do something even with the Doe Fund or with the Innocence. So do, do, the Doe Fund helps you cut down the recidivism. Mm-hmm. Um, the Innocence Project is the one that p- throws the money and the resources at getting innocent people off of the death row. Right. There's also a new organization that I just donated some money to um, that helps women who are just getting out of jail and helps them get back on their feet right. through housing and giving them, you know, you know, clothes and different things like that. But I'm going to get involved in that because right. I'm heavily, you know, I'm heavily in the LGBTQ game and I, right. I'm heavily in the young black women space mm-hmm. and in the black women space in general. But I want to get into this whole because I cannot, I can't abide this shit.
0: Right,
1: right. And it so burns you- my biscuits because I just look at it all the time. If you have no money to get your own lawyer. They're going to send you away if you are a black and brown person. Where was that damn horrible um, warden, um, that sheriff who was like, we can't let them out. They the good ones. And right. talking about he needed them to he work. He needed them to work. In a prison. Right. So we can't let them out. Right. Yeah. that's,
0: that's Here's what they think about you. But <clears throat> like I said, it, it's so... You know what I'm saying? Like, we hear about those things, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and recidivism and, and, and the bigger issues. You know what I'm saying? But the smaller, like, the, the shit that fuck with me is the smaller issues. You know what I'm saying? How they, like you say, it's gotta stay out of the system. How they get you in the system. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well,
1: how they get you in the system is stupid shit like you didn't pay the child support, so then they arrest you, so then you ain't got the bail money, so then you stay in jail, then you lose your fucking job, then they take your driver's license, then they take your passport, and then you can't. Oh, man, oh, man. It's
0: before that. It's You jumped the turnstile at the Utica Avenue, right? Yes,
1: you jumped the turnstile. You get
0: the ticket, right? You know what I'm saying? You ain't got $100 to pay the ticket. You ain't going to tell your mama you got caught jumping the turnstile. You think it ain't going to happen. Then they catch you the next time. Now you got the bench warrant for the ticket that they gave you the first time. And you in high school and you get a free metro card anyway. You know what I'm saying? So why is they policing that shit when all the students get the free metro card anyway? So you in high school or you know, middle school, or whatever, you jump turnstile, you get the ticket. Next time they come back. Boom, they pull you. Oh, you got the bench warrant. You got to go to jail. Now you in jail. You're missing school.
1: And you're a child.
0: For $2.75. And you're a fucking child. On a, a ride that they already give all the students the free Metro car anyway. That's the shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the little shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? to add the big shit because now you don't have to spend a week in the jail. Now you don't miss your finals and shit and the blah, blah, skip And who knows and what third. happened to you in the jail? In the jail, you know what I'm saying?
1: This is why I cannot abide.
0: So those are the little things, you know what I'm saying? In that same vein as what Meek Mill is going through, except for most motherfuckers ain't got the money to throw at it. Right. Or. Or the, the resources and the all the other people. All. And all other people that's coming behind. Like, you know, you can Jay Z put out a statement about right. Mill. And he don't put out a statement about nothing. About nobody. So I was very impressed
1: by that. I wanted him to do that same use that same energy for, across the board. Not, but he does though, because he did it with the um he got the, the leaf browler. Yeah. And then they was about to do the Trayvon um movie. But you know, they caught called up in the Weinstein madness. Because Weinstein was producing that with Jay Z. No doubt. So, you know, I, I mean, listen, I was not a big by the way, L Clay, I've been having dare I say erotic dreams about Jay-Z? <laughs> Rock is in the building. For no reason. For no reason at all. For no I'm not attracted to him. But it's Don't known want he no has, parts of him. Going back to Big Cox. Yeah, but Superhead. no, I don't. I'm not interested when I tell you. But you know, the first time I had a dream about Jay Z that was crazy was when I went to Croatia, when I was going to Croatia.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was yachting or some shit in the dream. And Jay Z gave me some amazing, beautiful, sweet shrimp okay. that had been lightly, lightly. Fried, but not like that hard fry. Like a pan, like a light. Like a pan. Like a saute. Like a saute, <laughs> but it had a little bit of on it. Mm. <laughs> and it was crazy. And so then when I was going to Croatia, I said to Relish, we got to get some of that Jay-Z shrimp. I talked about it on my radio show, and mm-hmm. people were like, did you get the Jay-Z shrimp? And then I posted a picture on Instagram when I finally got the Jay-Z shrimp. And the Jay-Z shrimp was just as good as it was in the dream. Wow. Jay Z shrimp. All right. Last night, I'm minding my business, and me and Jay Z are having a full-on affair. <laughs> oh my god! Full-on affair. He's not married. To, he's married, but Beyonce is not a part of the dream. Okay. But he's not. He's not single. He's definitely married. And yeah. I'll tell y'all what happened after. I can't tell y'all on the air because this is a public space. (laughs) But it's a dream. But it was awful. It was all a dream. I know, but I don't want people inferring that, you know, I'm feeling this way about Jay-Z. Because I'm not attracted to Jay-Z. I want no parts of that. You know what Freud says? What what does Freud say? Your dreams. Hmm? About your dreams. What do you yeah. say? Hold on, let me Google. I want to yeah, Google it. it, Google it I want to say. It, I want to say it correctly. Okay. Yeah, but also Freud says that your dreams are not really what you're dreaming about. It's something else. It's the subconscious. So what is it? So Go- what's the Google what Freud said. Google Freud. So you woke up. How'd you feel? Devastated. Because <laughs> I felt like I had been set up by Jay Z. Set up for what? Well, we had a. Full okay, go ahead. What for dreams there? are the royal road to the unconscious. Mm. The what else dream is a little hidden door in the innermost and most secret recesses of the psyche. psyche. Well, I don't know how to translate this then. We need to get a dream analysis on here. We need a dream play. analysis. So let me tell you yeah. what happened. Me and Jay Z were having a full on affair. Mm. But it's no sex but we're going everywhere together, Mm -hmm. but secretively and furtively. That's how I know he was married, because it was very furtive. And I'm like, we're going everywhere, but we can't really go everywhere. Right. We wind up in a brownstone, someone's brownstone. They open the door for us. We're like, we're finally gonna get it on. (laughs) I'm not gonna tell y'all what happened. (laughs) But well, suffice to say, paparazzi were involved. Oh, my God. And my career was ruined because I was on page six. On your own show. Um, well, because we got a saying on the show. If you don't want it on page six. Don't do it. Don't do it. So now you was on your own show. I was on my own show. Ass out. When I tell you what happened, it's worse than ass out. Oh. It's awful what happened. <laughs> it's awful. I was horrified, but so, it doesn't make any sense because I'm not attracted to him and I'm not interested in him. But
0: but you woke up like, don't do it.
1: Yeah Period. yeah, I woke up
0: like in all instances.
1: Yeah. But I don't even like married men. Like, I'm not interested. I've never been interested in being a mistress. I'm not, I don't think it's just... I, like, a lot of grown women my age are like, eh, fuck it. Like, I don't give a fuck. I don't have time for a man anyway. I'll take that little piece of whatever. I, uh, I'm not built for that. So I don't know why was his mistress... And I don't know why he set me up the way. <laughs> I'm very <laughs> mad at Jay Z. He set me up. Well, What'd what have...
0: you do to Jay Z? Well he had to set you. You know Jay Z got that long memory.
1: Right, exactly. He, he take
0: his he take his beefs all the way to the all the way to the end of the road.
1: Yeah, well he set me up. But I don't think I mean, you know. Oh no. know. Mm, Might have been from the eighties. Might have been from the nineties. The nineties. He's a nineties character. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't even think yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't out in the 80s.
0: He was the 90s.
1: He's a 90s guy. I know him from the 90s, from the, the tunnel era. And your crew was the Club. ladies of the 80s. We were the 80s ladies, but then I got the 90s ladies. Who, oh. You know Rabia and Kiva and those girls. I don't know them. Yeah, you do. You've met them before.
0: I know the 80s ladies.
1: Of course, because 80s ladies are the 80s ladies. I mean, they're epic and iconic. <laughs> but the 90s chicks, you know, yeah. that's Chrissy is a part of the 90s.
0: Oh, Chrissy is the
1: '90s. I thought she was the '80s. Tail in.
0: Tail end. Baby in
1: the '80s. She was a baby. Right. Like she was like 15 outside. No doubt. Dot dot dot. No doubt. It was, it was
0: interesting when she finally you know popped up on TV and with Jim Jones because you you know you've you've told these stories about the '80s ladies and the '90s and and how popular Chrissy was. You know what I'm saying? And even even when you was telling the story, she was still popular. Yeah, I'm saying. I mean, I wonder what what makes one stand out from the crowd like that in the streets like that.
1: Well, you know, when I was young and I was a geekosaurus, I figured out very early on it didn't take much to be popular in the hood. In the in the hood, it didn't take much. Okay. Cute. Okay. Good shape. All right. You can dance. You can talk funny. And if you fly, that's it. That's all you need. That's a the, secret fucking The, the fly
0: part wasn't that easy. What do you mean? Fly don't come easy for everybody. What do you mean? Fly does. Everybody can't get fly. Everybody don't know fly.
1: Well, you just follow the fucking it's like Garanimals or some shit. You just follow this the pattern.
0: What are the colors that are? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, <laughs> like the in weird. the 80s, if you wanted to be Green. fly, yeah, it's like, <laughs> it ain't that hard. I mean, you, you have your man get you some dope jewelry and get a Dapper Dan jacket and get a Gucci bag. No doubt. But LL said, I want a girl with extensions in the hair. Bamboo earrings, at least two pairs, Fendi bag, and a bad attitude. That's all he needs to get him in a good mood. That's it. Let LL tell you.
0: Let LL tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Bird, bird. See? Okay. So, I
1: mean, it don't take that much.
0: So, once you figure that out.
1: Once you figure that out, then you get to be popular. And then, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> More untold stories. More
1: untold stories. The story is made to be sold, not, not told. told. So, what's up with that book? Bevy's Big Book of Bevelations coming to you soon.
0: What's up with
1: it? Um, in the process of finding a writer who's gonna do the proposal for me.
0: Okay.
1: Been meeting with my agents over at CAA to discuss the rollout. hmm So this is real. Oh yes. Yeah, I didn't know it was real. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Baby's big book of revelations, and we're also doing a children's book. So a little brown back
0: the big book. What's that? What's like? What kind of idea you thinking
1: there? Oh, that's just gonna be like life revision. Okay. Get yourself
0: together, bitch. Uh-huh. No yeah, doubt, no doubt. that kind of thing. And then you got the children's book.
1: Children's book, Little Brown Bevy, which is about a little girl who travels the world by herself. She has a trunk full of fabulous clothes, mm-hmm. and she goes all over the world. Okay. Mm-hmm. What
0: about the other book? What? what the, book? The book book. The memoirs.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, my Angelo had about 10 memoirs. <laughs> so, you know, a big big book of Revelation is going to tell stories about my journey. So no it'll doubt. be a bit of a memoir. You know, but there'll also be teachable moments. No, nah, no doubt. I only say that, away. you know
0: what I'm saying? We were in Miami one time and you were being sexually harassed by a star
1: yes sure and, was and, and,
0: mm-hmm. and this went on for about 10 minutes just in the <laughs> parking lot of the lobby the, 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 the lobby the, the valet line yeah. mm-hmm. of a, a a popular hotel in yeah Miami. it's a very posh hotel a very posh hotel mm-hmm. and after after he finished then he left we were like I was like you know why, why you didn't say nothing he's like oh no that's good for the book <laughs> exactly <laughs> for the book I was
1: just waiting on the book yeah no doubt. I mean listen. Also too what, what I tell people about sexual harassment is a very tricky thing. As a woman, a lot of shit that happens to you, you don't even know you don't even know what to call, you don't even know what to name it. So many people I've talked to, they say they weren't sexually harassed and then when I start prying and like prodding them mm-hmm. and being like, "Well, has this ever happened? Has this ever happened?" they're like, "Oh yeah." And I'm like, "Well, that's fucking sexual harassment." So many of us don't even know what sexual harassment is. So many of us have been conditioned to think sexual harassment is just par for the course. Right. That's the reason why these fucking predators can get away with it. Right. And um the the my most recent, most jarring sexual harassment came about when I was like about forty six years old, and it was like a vastly unattractive geekosaurus kind of guy who was actually gonna give me a job in radio. Mm. And he um, sexually harassed me. And I was so shocked because I was, one, grown as fuck. Two, I was popping and influential. So, really? And then three, I was just like, you're ugly in a cornball. Why would you think this is okay? And, like, you don't even have that much power. Right. Like, you have a mid-level, upper-middle-level gig. Like, bitch, you ain't the fucking CEO of the bitch. Like, you, like... A vice president. Like
0: So that means, you know, I'm saying imagine That's
1: what, I'm saying? what I kept saying. Imagine the girls. What was so crazy about it though is the woman that connected me with the dude, I called her immediately and she was like, No, really? Are you sure? <laughs> I was like, Yeah, I'm fucking sure. And every time I told that story, people were like shocked that it was him. Right. So then I that's how I know what happened to those women why they were silent. Cause people look at you like you're crazy. Really? No. Nah. And you'd be like, no, really. And they'd be like, really? And you'd be like, yeah, really, bitch. Really. Like in a situation like that, right,
0: who do you report that to?
1: I could have reported it to a superior. I just simply didn't take the job. Right. So what I always say is like, you know, I didn't need the gig. Right. So I just simply removed myself out the equation. But what if I had been a young woman who actually needed that job? Right. So now I'm fucked because now I either gotta be okay with him sexually harassing me, or I gotta like deny myself the opportunity to have this great gig.
0: Now, in that space, right? <clears throat> you're young. You come into you're in a new place. You're trying to come up. You're trying to get into your space, mm-hmm. and. You get into these situations, you know what I'm saying, it's, it seems like, you know what I'm saying, because um, I've never been in the in that situation.
1: you never been sexually harassed? Mm, nah. No, I, I can't say that I have been. Well, I could prod you, but well, I, won't, I don't want you to cry. No, I don't want you to cry on the, on your own podcast. Probably, I won't cry. <laughs> 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 no, I'm sure you've been sexually harassed. By women? Certainly. Women in the workplace, certainly. Men, you've been cruised by men.
0: Not. Oh, you've
1: certainly been cruised by men.
0: Pride. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what, what, what's happening. I don't, I don't recall being cruised. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they hear you even say the word cruised.
0: I think I would know that shit. You think? I think so.
1: But, you know what I'm
0: saying? How do you navigate that shit, though?
1: Because I mean, it's coming from all angles. Right. So it's never a, a one set way. Um, what's her name? Ashley Judd said something I really like. She said, to all the women out there who have ever been sexually harassed, however you handled it, you handled it the right way. There's no set fucking way to handle it. If you were able to get out of it, Uh, You know, alive. Right. You handled it the right way. No doubt.
0: That's that's exactly what I was looking for.
1: Yeah, that's a motherfucking revelation.
0: Then a motherfucker.
1: Exactly.
0: What else, cracking? How was Bahamas?
1: The Bahamas was great. Was on a private um, chartered plane with Drew Barrymore, Lee Schreiber, um, who else? Um, Brooke Shields. (laughs) She was <laughs> it was surreal.
0: <laughs> Brooke Shields, the white girl of my childhood. Not that yeah. I, I liked it, but I'm just saying that's all you heard.
1: Yeah. Brooke you know, Shields is amazing. You know, I knew Brooke Shields when I was a girl. Did the you? The same age.
0: From your ad agency. Yeah, that's right. You we told were, that story on the last time yeah, you were here. Yeah, yeah.
1: Go so ahead. I reminded
0: Brooke of that. And what'd she say?
1: She's like, oh my God, Beverly. And so every time she saw me on the resort, she'd be like, hey, Beverly. And like... Like my drink? name ain't Beverly no more. No, I loved it, though. <laughs> you know, I love it when people know me from whence I came. I'm not one of them newfangled motherfuckers. No doubt. You know, I love every single part of it. I like it when people call me Bev. I like it when people call me Big Bev from Uptown. I like it when people call me Beverly. You know all of it. Bebby Smith. Yeah, all of that.
0: In my phone, you still Bev. I came in, in the Bev
1: area. Yeah, you came in the Bev.
0: I mean, that's so okay, I, I, I search your
1: number, and I, be, I put in Bev, and it don't come. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> right. But it's under Bev. Yeah, and that's good, and that's fine, because that's what you know me as, and I'm okay with that. What I don't like is motherfuckers that are new to the game call me Bev. That's not my fucking name. Now, that's on. not my brand moniker. You're not going to give me that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Back up I had
1: to yell at the nice man who does the warm up at the at the page six.
0: <laughs> you chin checking him on the job?
1: Oh, I said, don't fuck with my brand. What do you say? Mm. He apologized. I'm sorry. Yeah. Bibby. And I went to the producers and I said, you make sure it doesn't happen again. Now. Because okay. you can't let things like that slide. No, no. And, and I get that. You
0: are, you're the first person i known that really policed your personal brand with Iron Fist.
1: Yes. Tell us about that. Well, it's just that I didn't want to be known as Beverly from Vibe no more or Bev from Vibe. I was like, I'm about to change this whole but situation. E- even up. when
0: you was at Vibe, you had rules to what a <laughs> motherfucker could and could not say to you and about you in accordance to your personal brand. Or, you know, um, I won't do that because I can't fly this kind of way because beca- right. that's against the brand.
1: Right, yeah. You were the
0: first person I ever seen do that type yeah. of
1: Well, that's why it shocked me when people act like I'm acting brand new or something because I got a TV show. I'm like, I've been like this forever and a day. I've been an executive. I've been making good money and having access since I was like 27 years old. Right. Go sit the fuck down somewhere. This is not new for me. Right. I'm not excited to fucking fly first class. like this. I've been doing this for a long time. Right. So when I'm an asshole at page six, sometimes I feel like bad about it. And then my friends tell me, don't feel bad. You're not being an asshole because it's the way you live your life. But you, you travel nice.
0: But you, you've always done that shit.
1: Right. So why are you feeling bad now? Because I'm the only one who's like that. Everyone else is nice.
0: Well, you're the only one that's protecting your personal brand. That's now, true. this is what I learned from the whole situation. I'm I'm shit. I'm down there fresh out the streets once I met when I met you. <laughs> it's like, you know what I'm saying, so you get a job and you feel like you have to go along with the job, you know what right. I mean? And do yeah, yeah. what the job say and blah blah blah. You know, you're trying to fit in and you know what I'm saying, you don't mm-hmm. want to ruffle no feathers and blah blah they skip in the third. But, you know what I'm saying? The thing about it is, is, when you do enter a place, you know, what I learned is you have to teach people.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, teach
0: people how to treat how you. How to treat you. And, and That's why I'm upset about what happened
1: you. with me and Jay Z in the dream.
0: Wow. Well, you taught him differently? Clearly. Obviously not.
1: No, I'm saying I taught, I did not teach him how to treat me because he treated me horribly. I was Wait, set up. That was Dream Jay Z. I was set up by Dream Jay Z. Real Jay Z wouldn't have did that. Well, yeah, I hope not. Well, I wouldn't have even been with real Jay Z. Dream Jay Z set me up. I didn't. Teach, but see, the, here's the here's the thing. I let Dream Jay Z turn me into a mistress. I knew we were having furtive mm-hmm. meetings, and mm-hmm. you know, I didn't know anything about a wife. But someone you, right, you we knew. was lurking around and not being able to go head there in the next place. And when we went to the brownstone, somebody was like. Coming quickly and it was so you compromised your own brand in the dream I did. Are you and compromising anywhere
0: in life right now? No, I don't think you so. You sure? I don't think so. Don't don't let Dream Jay Z pop up. No. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Let me prod
1: you. Yeah, pride me, go ahead, prod <laughs> me. No, I don't think so. Mm-mm, I don't think so. No, I'm I'm like really good. I mean, like as far as like I can't. Stay out late at night and shit. So that's a compromise. But that's a but compromise you, but, I'm willing what, to
0: what make. I, what I do see, though, you know what I'm saying? You know, you, I see that you really live your weekends up. <laughs> <laughs> you you work your weeks. You've been moving around on the weekends.
1: Yeah. And did you notice I no longer work at um, Bevelations on Fridays?
0: I didn't notice. So you got Fridays off on the Revelations, so you can skedaddle.
1: Yep. And that means I make less money at Bevelations. But you got a
0: big time 200
1: market TV show. But here's the thing. What's the thing? Most people would be like, nah, I'm not giving up no money. Nah, son. But I already know quality of life is worth much more. Okay. So I was like, fine. I was like, give me four days a week. And they were like, oh, well, then we'll give you one-fifth less. And I was like, well, no, that doesn't really work. But it was basically, they cut my salary by one-fifth. Right. And I'm okay with that. Because I've had my fucking weekends starting on a Friday versus on a, well, starting on a.
0: Thursday <gasps> night. Thursday at the Yeah, at like the you guys six.
1: actually don't even, like, so when real people work, their weekends start really on a Saturday? They
0: start Friday night. Friday, five o'clock, That's not three o'clock, really a... three o'clock, five o'clock, whatever. Whatever they schedule. So it is.
1: starts on a Friday for the real people. Right. Yeah, right. Friday night just get paid. Mm-hmm. Living yeah. for the weekend. Living mm-hmm. for
0: the weekend. That's real shit though. Yeah. This is mm-hmm. America, man. I'm
1: against that. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's why I could not have a I could not abide having a job that was a proper weekend like like a working stuff
0: right but see look okay all right everybody listening right you know i know this sounds like a lot of up talk you know what i'm saying that's what they call it on the the conversation is upness oh okay. this is a lot of up talk right <laughs> but the jewels in this is you know you have the opportunity to set your shit up the way that you want it set up right you know what i'm saying you had the opportunity to make the rules for yourself of how you want to live and how you want people to treat you. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's the thing that I learned from being around Bevy is you make the rules. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You 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 went out in the world and you were doing, you know what I'm saying, brand collaborations. And you were like, I don't write proposals.
1: Oh, that's right. I sure didn't.
0: Guess what I stopped doing?
1: Writing proposals.
0: Writing proposals. Guess yeah. what happened? What? I made more money. Yeah. When I stopped writing proposals, I made more money. Mm-hmm. What happened when I was writing proposals was that people were stealing the ideas and doing it with other people. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Even people I knew, like close friends. Yeah. You know what I'm, I'm just
1: lazy and refuse to write the proposal.
0: But it's a it's, <laughs> it's 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 a magic in saying, I got this. I know what the fuck I'm doing and I'm able to verbalize it. And if you with it, you with it. If you're not, you not. I'm the proposal And you gotta
1: be okay with walking away from it. Exactly.
0: That. And and a lot of times the proposal ain't nothing but hey, go do some shit while you and stay off my line until you got it done. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather mm-hmm. get that shit done in the first conversation. If you ain't fucking with me, you ain't fucking with me. I can move on.
1: Well, you know I also have that rule that I won't I remember I never meet, I never would meet with um low level um or mid level managers. Well, we know what that is. That's the rule of the 2000 dollar nigga. <laughs>
0: <laughs> For real. And that rule says states that Once the invoice becomes more than the person that you're talking to's rent, Mm -hmm. it becomes a personal struggle between them. They hate you. Do I give this person six months of my rent when it's really a business discussion? So you can't talk to people like that. You have to talk to people who are going to have a business discussion, not a personal discussion. Right. So I learned the same thing. When you talk to people who are having a personal discussion- any dollar
1: that they're giving to your business. It feels and like w? it's their own personal dollar.
0: And they think they, they think that they're giving it to you personally when there's expenses, there's
1: taxes, there's
0: all kind of shit. And then they want to kick back.
1: Oh, well, you know, I've never dealt in the kickback.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so when you talk to people who do business, which are mostly not in the middle, you know what I'm saying? Not at the, you know what I'm saying? You you you're actually talking to people who could tell you yes. And that the the whole saying goes You can't take no from a motherfucker who can't tell you yes.
1: There you go. Ding the ding ding. Ding ding. Caching. Sara Mother mele motherfucker. <laughs> I don't play with those people. But I'm also very blessed now I'm in a space where I got a team. Right. So I don't have to do a lot of conversations with a lot of people. I got a manager, an agent, a publicist. Thank God. No doubt. And I really don't miss being in the fray. No doubt. And I thought I would. Because I love negotiating. I love negotiating. <laughs> I don't miss being in, not being in the fray. I I love being to refer you to someone.
0: No doubt. Yeah. What's
1: next? What's up with you? Where you at? What's next, motherfucker? What? Ain't no what's next. I'm working. That's it.
0: That's how we wind down the show.
1: Oh. <laughs> Look, I'm you'd yelling like, at you. You be
0: like, you know what I'm saying, tonight I'm with Amanda Seals doing All the Oh, that. Day, that whole the thing. Third, oh yeah, yeah. And tonight then... I'm gonna
1: be doing the Amanda Seals Smart Funny and Black Smart,
0: smart funny, funny and Black.
1: Smart funny and black. I'm gonna do that. Now I'm gonna go to work tomorrow morning.
0: What's your weekend like next weekend?
1: Oh, what am I doing this? Oh, I got a um a homosexual baby shower. Word. Billy Peretti. Billy. Having a baby. No doubt. I know
0: Billy from, what is that, Blooming? Blooming? No, 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 no. What, That what that's Kevin. Billy? You know. Um, I know Billy. I know, you know I, Billy it's, from Hennessy and Prada. Okay, yeah, I know Billy. Yeah. I, I know. I see his face in
1: my head right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Having a baby. Very right. excited. No doubt. I've known Billy for more than 20 years, so I'm excited to see him become a dad. That's what's up. Yeah. OG up in this bitch. No doubt. You no, know, last night I hosted a lovely gay event with Sandra Bernhardt. Who that? See, you got to Google her.
0: It's Google big, Sandra Bernhardt.
1: Yeah, yo. big New York City situation. No doubt.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm.
1: Well, ciao for now and cheers to the queers.
0: No doubt. And y'all can catch me on the gram at Mr. Muhammad and on the snap at Thorough TV.
1: Where can and they catch me? Everywhere. Everywhere. Every, everything is Walker, everything is Flocker, everything is Bevy Smith. You know that quote? No. No. you don't know that quote everything is Waka everything is Waka who said that Walk-a-pulls? Blue Ivy oh Blue Boom Ivy said it Boom shaka Boom <laughs> everything is Waka everything is Waka
0: oh shit Blue
1: <laughs> your stepdaughter that's girl. my stepdaughter <laughs> your stepdaughter in scandal in scandal no doubt <laughs> Let me tell y'all what happened. Get off, get me off this um, podcast. Hold on, let me close out. Right. <laughs> okay. We're
0: going to get to the real story, but for now, you know what I'm saying, tell a friend to tell a friend and even the enemy to get in the conversation. We'll see y'all next week. D Lemon will be back in the house. We are hot. The main thing of it all is to be in the
1: conversation. conversation.